tenía. Welcome to the Community Karma Podcast with Aaron Jones and Carrie Hill. Join in as they discuss building community, branding, and how any business can benefit from a holistic approach to growth. Hello, hello, everybody. Welcome to episode seven of the Community Karma Podcast. Uh, resolving to rock it in 2020. Aaron thought it was really appropriate. Aaron and I thought it was a really appropriate time of year to talk about the new year and getting ready for the new year. Um, I think, you know, a lot of us, depending upon what your business is, um, January 1st is not really that big of a line in the sand, <laughs> so to speak. <laughs> what would you say, Aaron? I don't know. I think there's some businesses that are like, you know, we're just going, keep going, keep going. <laughs> yeah. You know, I feel like actually our type of business tends to get a little bit busy because a lot of other brands recognize that this is their slow time. So if they're smart, they'll take this time to uh, to figure out how they want to really rock it in the new year. Yeah, I think so. And I think there's so much, you know, depending upon um, what your niche is and where, you know, where you do business, um, new year can be slow. New year can be crazy busy. Um, you know, it's winter, so maybe you're super busy in the winter and slow in the summer or vice versa. Um, what I think we're going to talk about today are some things to think about as you plan for your next year and some opportunities um, um, and weaknesses, I think, that you can fix with a little bit of um, foreplanning. Planning ahead? Planning ahead. <laughs> Or planning a word? I don't think so. I think I made it is that now. up. <laughs> Webster's take it out. Somebody write that down. <laughs> um, so I guess the first thing is, are you on track with your business plan? Um, did you do what you wanted to do for the year? What didn't you do that was in your plan that that you you know definitely want to do for the next year? Um, are you completely off the reservation? And that's, is that where you want to be? Have you decided your business plan is like, yeah, I got to redo that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Take a look at what you did well and what went well and what may not have and mm -hmm. what you're not wild about too. You know, there's always going to be a part of business that that's not your favorite part. So this may be a good opportunity to see if there's enough of what you love that you can afford to farm out what you don't. Um, you know, getting rid of anything you dread doing is a great way to look at the new year with excitement. For sure. Because I think, you know, like you said, there are probably some things that you've done in the last year that you're like, yeah, that was not lucrative and I don't like it. Um, goodbye. Not going to do that. <laughs> mistakes have been made. <laughs> yep. Or there could be happy mistakes too. You know, I didn't plan on doing that, but we ended up doing that and we really like that and it's profitable. So Let's put that in the business plan kind of thing. So I think uh, that's it's kind of how we ended up with a podcast. Right. So <laughs> I definitely, definitely am a, am a proponent of going off book if it feels right. Yeah. Like anybody who listens to us doesn't know that we're happy to go off the reservation every once in a while. <laughs> it's, it's actually the space that I thrive in. Um, right. You know, when things feel just a little out of control and you're not sure what's going to be behind door number two. That's my happy place. Open the door. <laughs> Kick it down. See what's back there. Yep. If you don't like it, it's okay to turn around and walk away. 
for sure. It's okay to say no. I think that that's a, a big business lesson that we've learned over the years. And um, I really appreciate it from being self-employed or being in control of my my workload and what I do is being able to say, yeah, I don't want to do that. Nope, not going to do it. Absolutely. <laughs> and it, it's incredibly empowering for mm-hmm. two people pleasers to learn the art of saying no, because that's something that it, early in my career, I really didn't believe was okay to do. Like, oh, well, mm-hmm. if I'm competent, I, I can handle it. So I need to say yes to everything that comes across my desk. Absolutely not. Well, and when you're first starting out and you're poor, that too. And you're and you're like, oh, that's money. I cannot say no to money. Right. <laughs> and it would be really irresponsible to leave that offer on the table. But yep. I found that when I was busy with things that I didn't want to be doing, a lot of the stuff I wanted to be doing passed me by because I wasn't ready to, ready to grab onto that opportunity. So when you're looking at the coming year, you know, think about what you're going to be open to be doing and what mm-hmm. you really want to close that door on because. You know, like Carrie said, the new year is kind of an arbitrary starting line, but it is a good time, you know, if your brand is slower during the months of January and February to sit down and really decide if you're where you want to be or if you're not, how you want to get there. Mm-hmm, for sure. And so I think like, um, you know, looking at your business plan and what, you know, making a list, this is what I like to do. This is what I don't like to do. I want to do more of this. I don't want to do any of this. You can look at your marketing in the same way. This is the marketing that worked. This is the marketing that did not work. Um, do we want to repeat these campaigns? Do we want to overhaul this campaign? Um, I think it's time to get your content calendar ready and to really understand and evaluate what has worked for you and bring in the ideas of for things that didn't work or new things you want to try and make a plan for them. Um, if you are planning your Valentine's campaign on February 10th, you're doing it wrong. Um, you need to start thinking about these things ahead, ahead of time. Absolutely. And, you know, proactive campaigns, well, most anything done proactively is going to have a way better outcome than if you're constantly flying by the seat of your pants and working reactively. Um, And this is coming from a chronic procrastinator. So I'm not one of those people who has everything done a week ahead of deadline with a smile on my face and my hair in a perfect bun. I am way more of the hair on fire kind of person. Um, But especially when I'm doing campaigns for other people, I don't want to put out a last minute product that's not going to be the best of what I can do. So if, especially Mm -hmm. if you're working with a vendor that has to plan something, you know, most of my clients, I have recommended that we already have their end of year campaigns planned out by now. Is it done? Not always. Right. Um, But the more work is a big part for marketers. Absolutely. For marketers, having our our clients get their homework done is a big piece, I think. It's critical. Otherwise, Mm -hmm. we are are constantly two days behind schedule. And, you know, there are some things, yeah, I can handle the marketing, but you know your business best. So we Mm -hmm. really need to collaborate. And that's another thing that you want to plan for. How often do you need to meet with various vendors to make sure that things are done to your liking and so that they can be successful, whether that is your accountant or a marketing person or... The person who's handling your landscaping, you know, the, mm-hmm. the front the front face of your business. There are a lot of things that what you have to juggle when you own a business. And, you know, whether that is your virtual storefront online, which is your website, or your physical storefront, some of these things take a little bit of planning and forethought. And if you're constantly putting the cart before the horse, nothing's ever going to be executed as well as it could be. 
Well, and there are things that you you have planned or you want to plan that take time. Um, if you have other people involved, like other vendors, or um, you're partnering with another business in your area, um, coordination takes time. And it probably takes three times longer than you think it's going to take. And so having a plan, not only of, okay, we need to send out our Valentine's Day campaign on the 12th. Um, you need to start planning your Valentine's campaign on January 1st. That needs to be on your on your editorial calendar as well. Not just when you're going to release the campaign, but when you're going to plan it. And what are the milestones you have to hit to get there? Um, I think you know part of of um, building a community and and getting your top the best marketing out there that you possibly can and taking care of your customers is really thinking these things out and understanding, you know, oh, we're going to do this huge push campaign. We've got all these vendors and partners involved. Our website traffic is going to spike. Can our hosting environment handle it? You know, there's all kinds of considerations to be had when you're building marketing ideas and plans for the year and doing it all last minute with your hair on fire, somebody is going to get left out. Some detail is going to be forgotten and it could come back and bite you in the ass. And so um, we are big proponents of having that calendar ready and planning ahead for sure. And this is also, you know, the, the, the time of year to evaluate what's your busy season and what's your slow season. What are you going to do about that? Um, you know, if you if you um, are a, a heating and air conditioning company and it's really slow after the first of the year um, in your area and you don't do very many AC installs in the winter, maybe your manufacturers don't sell very many units in the winter and you can partner on a deal to to do more ACs in the winter, in the off season or something like that. There's a lot of different ideas that you can come up with for promotion and marketing, um, but none of them are executed well last minute, in my opinion. I agree. And that actually brings something to mind that I'm going to shout out a little PSA to all of you. Put a reminder in your calendar to turn your holiday ads off on January 2nd. Mm -hmm. nobody wants to see your Christmas ad rolling up in February when it's all gray and gloomy outside. It's, it's going to make you look irresponsible. It's going to annoy them. And they're going to definitely think you're not on the ball. So not only setting up those campaigns, but having the stop date, knowing when you're transitioning to a new season, having your tree or your lights down. Um, mm -hmm. These are all things that go into presenting that streamlined front to your customers. For sure. I think, you know, like I said, the calendar is not just about when you're going to publish this stuff. It's part of right. your planning for the year. And then you look at your calendar and like, okay, we need to have the people come take the lights down the week after Christmas or the week after New Year if you want to leave them up or whatever. We need to have the store decorated by this day for the Valentine's push. This is when we um, put everything out on the floor on this day. This is when all of the sales expire. Um, like you, you have to have it all planned out to really be effective with your marketing. And um, I think that having a content calendar an editorial calendar is all part of that um it's not it, doing it all last minute is nuts and so then we talk about like off seasons what do you do when it's slow and i think there's so much that businesses overlook 
that can be done during their slow season where they just like I know I have clients that call and complain that the phone's not ringing I'm like well maybe you should clean out your vans and paint the lobby because four people complained about how dingy it is or you know there are things you can do in your off season to improve your busy season exactly set aside some funds to spruce things up a little bit whether that is your lobby Mm -hmm. or your website um you know i had a friend that owned a home improvement business he did a lot of remodels and things like that and noticed it was slower in the winter so they started a christmas light hanging Mm -hmm. business in the winter so they would go to homes and put up really nice christmas light displays and they'd provide everything that needed to be done they made it really easy on their customers it kept his guys busy in the winter and he Mm -hmm. didn't have to lay them off. So it was a win-win and it got their name out there for more than they were previously known for. Um, You know, I know a lot of landscapers do snow removal in the winter. I think that's a great idea. A lot of the equipment is, you know, not, not always the same, but interchangeable in some Mm -hmm. ways. Um, You can throw a plow on the truck that you tow your lawnmowers around with things like that. There's always something you can be doing, whether it's, beefing up your your brain power or your intellectual assets or actually utilizing physical assets to continue to increase profits um yep you know this is a great time to take some classes or do continuing education as well for sure and and um you know planning your vacations or talking to your crew about, you know, hey, it's the first of the year. Do you guys have any idea of when you're going to want to take vacation? And can we plan it for the slow times of the year instead of the busy times of the year? Sometimes you can't control those things. Sometimes people have to take vacation at certain times. And I get it. But if the more you plan, the more you talk about it with people, the more expectations you set, the better, ever, the more smoothly everything works, um, you know, one thing that really frustrates a lot in our area is um, a lot of the construction trades lay off in the winter. And the expectation is um, I'm going to go gangbusters all summer long, but in the winter I'm going to collect unemployment. Um, if that is the expectation that's set with the employees from hire, that's fine. But um, there are some companies that don't tell people they're going to lay them off. And then all of a sudden it's November, Christmas is coming and they're laid off. Um, I think that's a terrible way to run your business. Um, I think that it's hard to keep employees happy and therefore customers happy when you're frustrating your employees and and hurting their livelihoods that way, right? Absolutely. And if you know you're going to do it, maybe have someone come in and help them fill out their unemployment paperwork. You know, everything you can do to make that process less painful and Mm -hmm. show them that you're behind them, you know, have a contract for rehire available for them before you lay them off so they know when they can expect to come back if they want to come back. Well, and um, if you know you're going to lay off in November, in January is a really great time to start brainstorming ideas to not have to lay off mm-hmm. next year, right? There's that planning um, coming in again. Yep, for sure. Um, maybe you need to, you know, if you're if you're a office or a brick and mortar, maybe you need to upgrade your network or like Aaron said, redo your website, um, paint the lobby, spruce up your workspaces. Maybe you have some vehicles that need to be really worked on or, um, you know, got, get, get them ready to sell so you can buy new ones that, you know, 
Um, just because you don't have a construction job available, if you've planned ahead, maybe you've planned ahead and stockpiled some cash for your slow season so that you can pay your employees through the slow season to do the things that make your business better and run better during the busy season. So planning ahead makes you better prepared for wrenches getting thrown in the mix, right? Right. And your great employees aren't going to find another job while they're unemployed and not come Mm -hmm. back to you because hiring is incredibly expensive. Mm -hmm. Um, Training, benefits, all of those things are really expensive. So if you can hang on to your great employees, this is a good opportunity to do so. The other thing you can do is trade services with other companies. You know, Mm -hmm. I many times have done social media in exchange you know, for something else, we had um, our HVAC guy was amazing, and he needed a new website, and he needed some Facebook pointers. So he redid my um, heating system and all of my ductwork while I sat upstairs with his wife and trained her on some social media tactics. We redesigned their website together. Um, you know, yep. we both paid for our own materials, but then donated our time to each other. And it was great. It saved me a ton of money. I would way rather be talking about social media and websites and SEO than I would be downstairs trying to install ductwork, which if you know me, you're laughing right now because there's just <laughs> no way it would happen. Um, that, that is not my thing. Um, right. <laughs> so there, there are other ways that you can get things done without spending a ton of money and then divert that money to where it needs to go during that time like we are definitely not saying figure it out and just don't don't get lean in the slow season we've all been there and it's a lot of industries are feast or famine so what can you do to set yourself up to make that a little bit more Mm -hmm. of a flat line instead of huge peaks and valleys you know your employees will thank you for it your family will thank you for it and you'll probably live a little bit longer because you won't be so stressed out half the year Well, and think about the processes that are a pain in the butt when it's really busy, like maybe implement a new um, task management program for your company where you can keep better track of everybody's hours and what they're doing during those hours or, um, you know, get a better bookkeeping program or hire a different bookkeeper or, you know, the things that keep that that are sticky when you're busy can be fixed when you're slow and planning for those things and saving for those things and understanding when they happen and why they happen um, can can really help you build a better business you build a better business you take better care of your employees they're less frustrated because you're not yelling at them because they can't figure out what's going on because you're um bookkeeping program sucks. Um, you know, there's all kinds of, of wrenches that get thrown in the mix when things are busy. And if you can smooth out some of those processes, happy employees make happy customers. It's a trickle down effect for sure. Yeah. And this is also a good time. If you can take inventory, stock up on supplies, um, Mm -hmm. this is a good time of year. A lot of things are on sale. If you have money set aside to, refresh your tools or like we said Mm -hmm. you know your office or your trucks or whatever you can probably get it done less expensively because nobody else budgeted for it and those businesses are also slow so you know a little bit of fore planning will really really make things easier on you throughout the whole rest of the year and you know one other thing that we didn't mention that is very very important that a lot of business owners um judging by my own experiences (laughs) tend to set aside way more than they should is Taking time for yourself. Yep. Take you know, your own take vacation. Take busy time and get out of town for a couple of days. 
instead of stressing about the money, again, prepay for a trip, plan ahead and say, okay, you guys, you know, we're, we're down to a skeleton crew because it's really slow. I'm going to get out of town for a couple of days and take mm-hmm. care of yourself. Yeah. I think that that, you know, even just a mental health day can make such a big difference. Um, you know, if you, if you can budget those for yourself during slow times, it makes the busy times that much more bearable. And the same goes for your employees. Um, people who, you know, you take care of yourself and your employees and that, that, that goes back into your business. That's an investment in your success. And, um, I think that, you know, when we talk about building a community and, and, um, having raving fans, um, they all understand that, you know, shit happens. But if you show the desire to improve, so maybe you say, um, you know, yes, um, we're still open. It is our slow season. We appreciate our customers year round. We're going to take this time to upgrade our website. Um, this is going to be sticky for a week or so while we get everything done. Um, you know, doesn't mean that we're not open. Doesn't mean that you can't shop. Um, you know, really appreciate you. We just want to upgrade this experience for our customers. Um, I think that that goes a long way towards showing your fans or your, um, your tribe that you're thinking about them all the time. How can I better provide a service to my customer? How can I better serve my customer? How can I make their experience better? We overhauled our invoices in the off season. We um, found a better vendor for this thing. And so we could lower our price on it a little bit in the off season. You know, all of those little pieces help you put great karma out there to your employees, to your customers, and then you get that back. For sure. And, you know, take your employees out to lunch one day. Mm-hmm. You have a team outing. Most businesses can't afford to have everybody gone at the same time. Um, if it's a slower time, your customers will usually understand if there's, you know, a note on the website or on the door that says, hey, we're having a, a team outing from noon to three on Thursday. We appreciate your support when we're back open on Friday morning. Um, yeah. You know, there's a lot you can do that, that puts puts that karma back into your brand um, where you're going to be sitting around not doing a whole lot anyway. For sure. Um, And so, you know, this all boils back to like, what's your new year's resolution for your business? And I, I'm not a big fan of new year's resolutions, but I think that um, when you hit your slow time, whether it's in January, whether it's in June, whether it's, you know, when winter starts, whatever that, quote, first of the year, unquote, is for you. Um, Taking a look at what your business plan is. Are you on track? Are there things that you want to add to it? Are there things you want to take away from it? I think um, it's a myth that when you write a business plan, it's not a flexible document. Like, I don't know where people came up with that. But um, the things that I like to do and don't like to do change. Absolutely. And and business changes and Mm -hmm. the economy and the community. And if you're not willing to flow with that, then you're probably going to get left behind. Yep. So take that time, whatever that happens to be to, you know, evaluate your business plan, get your content calendar ready, get your editorial calendar ready. When are you going to promote things? When are you going to um, start planning? When are you going to turn the promotion on? When are you going to turn the promotion off? Get all of that on your calendar. It's important stuff. 
Um, um, do you want to test new products and services? Now is a good time to plan for that. Um, did you budget for growth? Um, are, are you, is your company growing by leaps and bounds? Do you need to hire new people? Is maybe when it's a little bit slow a better time to hire people than when your hair's on fire and you don't have time to train them? Might for be a good sure. Idea. Yeah. Also, good time for software upgrades because yep. that never goes the way it's supposed to on the first try. Yep, that's for sure. I think your hubby could uh, attest to that. That can become just a nightmare. <laughs> um, well, and then, yeah, and if you're busy, they go on a lot mm-hmm. longer. You know, if you need to spruce up your lobby or fix up some vehicles or get your equipment back up to snuff after your busy season, um, these are all things that you should be planning for and knowing when you do that and when you don't do that. I grew up on a farm, on a ranch, and there was always like certain times of years that we did certain things. So like after the harvest and when the calves had shipped that was when you've worked on your equipment through the winter and got everything ready for the spring planting and, and, you know, things like that and got all your tack and all of your, you know, doctoring and, and things done when it wasn't busy so that everything was in tip top shape for you to use when it was busy. Right. Yeah. It's like you never launch a new website on a Friday night and you know, I know my husband has mentioned mm-hmm. they don't do server upgrades between Thanksgiving and new year's because, Murphy and his laws always yep. show up. Yep, for <laughs> it sure. Never fails. So um, I, I would encourage everybody to take a good look for the new year. Get your editorial calendar going. Look at the things that worked promotion-wise in the last year. Look at the things that did not work promotion-wise because we learn from our mistakes in this business, right? consider all of the things you can do to take care of your business and your employees um, that will take care of your customers um, you know and and just you know think really hard about how you can plan ahead for the little things that become big things right and, and it's <gasps> inevitable they're going to come so the more prepared you are the happier your year is going to be Absolutely. So I think with that, we're going to close out this episode. Thanks so much for joining us. We hope you all have a really great weekend. And um, if you like this episode or like the podcast, we would love your review at your favorite podcast app or on Facebook or Twitter. Um, If you have any feedback for us, we would love to hear it on Facebook or Twitter. Seek us out there. We're at at Community Karma underscore on Twitter. And um, just search for Community Karma Podcast on Facebook and you'll find us. Um, we have a page and a group. So if you want to join the group, just uh, let us know. All right, everybody. Yeah, we have lots of great conversations going on over there right now. It's been really fun. We do. We're talking about, are we talking about burnout? Burnout was yesterday. What were we talking about today? Burnout um, today. We... Oh, the decade in review oh, was yes, today's yes. topic. That's yep. been really fun. It For started sure. out as kind of tongue in cheek, but it's really <laughs> been fun to read everyone's responses. For sure. So everybody, we hope you have a great weekend. Thanks for joining us on the Community Karma Podcast. We'll see you next time. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Thanks for listening. Be sure to subscribe via iTunes, Google Podcasts, or your favorite podcast app. And don't forget to sign up for reminders via the website communitykarmapodcast.com. See you next time.